This is Channel 253. In this episode of What Say You? Watching this man with a knee on the neck of the black man. And that image, that image is so contradictory. That is truth, America. That is truth. That is truth, America. That is truth, Tacoma. That is truth, 253. And we cannot deny what we have seen. The question is, what now? Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. What say you? Real sisters. Real talk. What say you? Down-to-earth conversations between sisters about life, work, family, and the pursuit of an anti-racist community. Hi, I'm Audrey. And I'm Melanie. What What say you? Hey, sister. Hey, how are you today? Girl. Girl. Mm. I'm trying to get it out. So... Let me just say, I am freaking numb. Mm. Do you hear me? I hear you. I am numb. I am mad. I'm pissed off. I am hurting. I'm an emotional wreck. Mm. I am exhausted. That's the word. That's that's what I am. Okay. Uh, And how are you? Oh, well, pretty much like you are. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. Yeah. Word exhausted um, comes to mind, but also I'm just speechless. I mean, I, I cannot wrap my brain around this. I'm also forever changed. Yes, girl. So please let me just for... For our listeners, mm, let me just say mm. why, why we're feeling like we're feeling. Our episode today is called Unapologetically Black. Yes. And the two of us, Black women all day, every day, living in America, born and living in America, I got some, we got something to say about this mess. That's going on in America. And let me just say, because I am a godly woman. And please, if I cuss at some time during this uh, episode, just charge it to my head, okay? Um, But I probably will. And I'm going to say, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable. In thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And this show Mm. is to the memories and the spirits. These are the only ones I can think of right now. In the news, George Floyd, Mm. Breonna Taylor, Mm. Ahmed Aubrey, Eric Garner, Sandra Bland. Michael Brown, 
Tamir Rice, Trayvon Martin. Girls, I mean. Just on and on and on and on. And let me tell you something. When I say I'm forever changed, let me tell you what I mean by that. I used to be that girl that every time something like this happened, I would be hopeful, right? And then I also would be, uh, would have some kind of judgment about how people express their pain, specifically rioting, looting. I mean, I would sit up on my little high horse and go, now, come on, people, why are you going to tear down your neighbor own neighborhoods? And why would you do that to your neighbor's property? And But you know what? What, girl? I know why now. Mm-hmm. I know why. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what, when you have anger and pain and nobody ever acknowledges it or sees it or when you have injustice when you have murder in front of you more than one time because let us be clear this is not the first time black men have been murdered Mm -hmm. it has been taped Mm -hmm. people have seen it with their own eyes Mm -hmm. and then just moved on about their business this Mm -hmm. is not the first time Mm -hmm. But I tell you what, I have a feeling it's, there's a shift There is in, a in shift. the wind. You understand? Yes. Because let me tell you what was, it, what was the same and yet the, the, the biggest, biggest spark about this one is when that police officer, he had his hands in his pocket. Mm. Okay? Like just chilling, just chilling. No, girl, 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 listen. listen. Now, I heard that that's listen. a police tactic. I heard that. Is well, that what you get ready to tell me? Yeah, but that maybe everybody ain't heard. That's what I'm saying is that it was daddy said it to you, mm-hmm. right? And buddy said it to me. That's a, mm-hmm. a, a law enforcement tactic where they put their hands in their pocket and, and press down, you know, their, their weight. But I'm also saying that was a signal to the white supremacists that this is what I'm doing. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying that it, whatever it was, that visual mm-hmm. was like, oh, hell no. Mm-mm. Like it's just you, another day. Just another day in the neighborhood. Just another day. Dude, that, that's what he was doing. That's the, and and let me tell you, let me tell you something. The other officers, specifically that one that was always in the frame. Yep. They they are murderers as well. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give a freaking frack what your job is when you see another human being in distress and you just go stand there and let somebody do that and you got all these people around you saying let him up let him up let him breathe he's not breathing he can't breathe he's calling for his mama and you that one officer not the one that was kneeling on him but the other one 
he's going to go and, and corral the people back and get funky with them? Baby, they're watching the murder in real time. All because, and he's not brazen. doing a darn thing. Brazen. Brazen. Not a darn thing. Shame on him. Shame on all of them who allowed that to happen. And let me tell you what is what I'm what just kind of because I was so exhausted. I've been so exhausted. I, I just I just can't even listen. Okay, and then I have to listen. And so just today. Today's Sunday, May 31st. The White House National Security Advisor, his name, what's his name? His name is Robert O'Brien. What'd he say? He said the same old plug and play. 99.99% of police are good. And yes, there will always be, you know, a bad, uh, a bad seed here or there, but there is no systemic racism. He said that out his mouth. I watched him. Oh my! And you know goodness. how CNN will put? Um, they have the captions at the bottom. No systemic so, racism. So they put. I mean, as soon as that came off of his lips. Because first it was just his name down there and his position. And as soon as that came off his lips, that caption changed to that. And I'm looking like, well, white man, really? First of all, how the freaking frack would you know? How would you know? How would you even how do you How do you evidence that? How do you even, how, how do you evidence that? Because you say so and you white? Yes. That, I mean, that's, 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 that's what we're doing now. So just because it came off your lips, oh, white man. Yes. That has no clue, nor care in the freaking fracking world, nor around anybody who could even give him an idea of what it's like being black in America and being part of that systemic racism. Just because you say so, therefore it is. Okay, but girl, that's what Massa does. That's what Massa does. That's what Massa does. That okay, was a straight up Massa quote right that there. Was a I see. Freaking mm-hmm. Massa quote. And that police officer's knee on George Floyd's neck was the new age lynching. And actually, it's torture mm-hmm. and lynching. Torture and lynching. We see you. We see you. We see you. And the world must see too. I want to make two points when you talked about the law enforcement. I saw a post this week. If we bring it into the 253, um, as we're on the 253 channel, the uh, Pierce County Sheriff, uh, Paul Pastor, whom I really like. He's a good guy. He's good people. You know, I've been around him for a while. I'm just going to say some of my best friends are law enforcement. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's how they do it. But let me just say, I have respect for Paul. And he made the post. He made a post that um, basically, basically was calling out um, the, what he saw in um, the situation. And it was very, 
what's the word um appropriate politically uh-huh. correct and all of that stuff and there was hundreds of people um saying yeah yeah that's great good for you sheriff for calling it out but i responded on his page i said uh mr sheriff sir what's gonna happen beyond these words okay call it out no sir you know that the this guy with the knee on the neck you know that there are people in your own ranks inside your own law enforcement Mm -hmm. ranks this Mm -hmm. is a call to action for the quote good cops to clean up your own house we are not i am not standing here trying to say that and and of course someone's going to say that we hating on police so let oh, me jesus let me make this disclaimer really really clear if that's how you going to come for us we going to be clear again this show is Mm-mm. not Mm-mm. for you this is not a debate this ain't no debate this is this not real. a debate let me get back so i'm not distracted i saw some kind of i saw a facebook girl i've been consuming all kind of stuff but there was one that stuck in my heart about the law enforcement. And they said, there's no good cops. There's evil and there's enablers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you know what's happening in your own law enforcement family. I'm not in there and I'm not trying to say what I know for sure. Cause I have no firsthand evidence about what happens inside of your law enforcement ranks. But you quote good cops, you know. They know. You totally know. Well, and and here's here's why a part of the reason why I'm exhausted, but I tell you what, I'm gonna get my joy. Um, because I'm I, I'm changed. I'm changed. And what has changed and shifted in me, I am not going to debate or uh, try to empathize or or even um, qualify I, I, I'm gonna stay laser focused on what happened because all of this we know there's good cause hell what the hell when somebody comes out with that I just like delete them shut it down I'm not why we do know. We, need to we know that? all. Make us yeah. no damn cop haters. We know they all no lives matter. We know yeah. all that crap. Hell, try to project crap on you. Yeah, you don't have an argument, so you gonna throw it back to us that we hating on law enforcement. Stop it. And the same thing, you know, with the all of the, um, you know, now the conversation is taking a twist to the looting and the rioting oh, and, you know, showing people running out of the running out of the stores. Oh, this was very interesting yesterday. I believe that it was CNN. No, matter of fact, I know it was CNN. And uh, now did you see the CNN reporter get arrested on television because oh, he I- was black? Girl, yeah. I, was up. I was in real time watching that. OK, because I couldn't sleep. My spirit was so I'm up all hours of it, and I was watching that. And girl, I I leaned into the I I was up in the TV. What the hell is happening right now? What's okay, going girl. on? Oh my god! Okay, so oh, 
Okay, but let me say I like how the uh, governor recovered on that. I mean, at least apologized. I well, because that some. Um, what that else was, was he gonna do? I ain't giving I, him credit. What the hell else was he gonna do? Okay, but still, you don't got a man killed up. It, you know, you so you, you got you got your police officers murdering people on the street, and then you got you know these jackass cops now. Going up to a reporter and arresting him on television. What the hell was he going to do? Wait, 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 Louise, wait, wait, wait. Because I was up watching it in real time. Okay, some of the footage that doesn't make it on. What I um, when when he came out, you know, when they when they released him and he came out and his very first interview, they said, "Well, why did you get arrested? You know, and what what did the guy?" you know what did they say to you about getting arrested i don't know if this has made it on and he said the guy that was leading me the officer said that was leading that what the officer was saying to him as he was being led away is that man i'm just following orders i saw that okay I saw it. okay so i gotta say that it's coming from from the top from the very very top and mm-hmm. why i said let me just say why i'm uh, i just said you know way to go governor because the governor, yeah, what the hell are you going to do? But you can do the alternative like the person who is president that will stand up in front of the cameras. And even if you've seen what you've seen, they will tell you gaslighting that you didn't see that. So let's just make, I mean, I'm a, it's a little bitty kudo. I ain't trying to give him a damn pass, but I am recognizing where there's movement. Okay, girl, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was well, I'm holding on to my pass card. You okay. can give him a pass. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm holding on to mine. All right. All right. I, I don't, and I, and I don't give mine out that that freely. Okay. Anymore. Okay. I'm, I'm I got. Any I'm feeling. I know. Leadership. Any I, any form of leadership. Okay. Well, Here's we're clearly not going to get it from that person, okay. and I don't even. Ugh, I don't even want to talk about that person. Okay, yeah. That, no, that's that, our airtime. That about. ridiculous idiot. Um. At the end of the day, what I'm saying is that. I am going to stay focused on this man was murdered. Yes. And everything. In our face. In our face. And I'm going to stay focused on listening and watching the people around me and how other people respond in in the wider world circle. Because anyone who says anything that tries to justify that, yeah, they need to go. And, and this brings me to, I talked to you about this already. This, I said, I'm changed forever. I'm going to challenge white people to be changed forever as well. And let me tell you how. So this is where we're drawing the line, the line in the well, sand. We are drawing the line in the sand. That's what I'm saying too. What girl? What because say you? What say you? Systemic racism cannot continue without the permission of white people. Mm-hmm. Without them, and when I say permission, it's either uh, overt or covert. But it it it's not going to end unless white people change, right? That's it. So I have decided, and I saw this article, this is not of my own um, intelligent brain. I didn't (laughs) think this up myself. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I saw this article and it was about um, what can white people do? Because a lot of times white people don't know what to do. What do I do? You know, I see, you know, even good white people, right? What do I do? And so I saw this article and it was talking to white people and it was for white people about what you can do. And the first step is to determine who you are. What white person are you? Yeah. Are you the actor who, when something like this happens, oh my God, this is horrible, you know, just, you know, justice for me. Justice for George. Yeah. Oh, this is terrible. I'm sorry. I'm white. And I feel for you, brothers and sisters. You say all the right things. And then you go on about your lovely little business. Right. Yep. You can post the right stuff on Facebook and social media, whatever other social media channels you can talk to your coworkers and offer them empathy and everything. And at the end of the day, you go right on back home. Ain't doing a doggone thing. In your white world, uh-huh. doing white stuff uh-huh. with white people. That's right. That's the actor. Then there is the ally. And I know we've used that word a lot, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The ally is the one that is going to march in the protests, be out there holding up the signs. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> uh, no justice, us- no peace. uh when they're um oh they got the black boyfriend or they got the biracial uh adopted kids yes uh oh they have more than just one black friend they're they and it's not just black they are part of i'm sorry oh i didn't mean to go ahead there no you go ahead no because i was like they can cook collard greens they can cook greens girl (laughs) They bring the greens to the potluck at work. (laughs) They got a bunch of uh, multicultural friends. They got Asian people and Korean people. And, you know, they got all kinds of people on their timeline and they're friends with and at work. You know, they are um, part of the diversity teams at work. That's the that's the ally. Yes. But they still sit at the table and they may occasionally occasionally when their racist uncle or auntie says something inappropriate or their friends uh, that they went to high school with, they may occasionally say something to challenge, challenge the thought, but not all, not all in. That's the ally. Yeah. 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 This is where I challenge all white people to come to is to be the accomplice now the, the difference between the ally and the accomplice, the accomplice is not afraid to not only challenge themselves, to challenge anybody anywhere when you hear something racist, when you see the microaggressions. First of all, the accomplice finds out what a microaggression is. How do they find that out? They talk to their friends. They really, really, really talk to their black and brown friends and those who do look not look like them and they listen they don't they uh, an accomplice tries to gain information not trying to give advice and fix the accomplice 
is looking for where their work can be best. Yep. Where can that where can their work be targeted? Based off of what they learn from the people who are living the experience of systemic racism. That's a that's an accomplice. Mm-hmm. An accomplice lets the people, the black, the brown, the oppressed lead. And then they put their work, time, and energy into what needs to be done to er eradicate this based off of the lead of those that are oppressed. Because if you're not oppressed, you don't know. How you you going to, that's going back to the National Security Advisor. Yeah. Somebody needs to fire his butt. He don't, how he... How he gonna talk about systemic racism if he a white man? Girl, you Come know he can't now. even he can't even spell it. Okay, but anyway, let me go back to what you're saying. Um, uh, you know, I went right into my research mode. I knew exactly what you were talking about. So, whiteaccomplices.org for our listeners, and we'll include that as a link. But whiteaccomplices.org is where they can find exactly what you're talking about, girl. Yes, mm-hmm. we need that. Well, we need, and we need you. Absolutely. And, and what struck me with that is that, um, you know, it, 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 if, if nothing changes now, when will it? Yes, yes, yes. And I so mean, right now. It's got to change. Right it's now. Right now. So when we come back from uh, break, what I want to talk about, you know, because the, like you said earlier, the fact that we saw it on television is what has changed us. We, I mean, like this one with the callousness and everything, it was something different. We were also jolted by, uh, I think her name is Cooper, you know, the white woman that uh, the guy was bird watching. Oh, my, in New York. Yeah, the, in New York, in Central Park. Okay. Yeah. Living wild bird watching, black and bird watching. Okay. And, and then okay. She, she went straight into her Miss Anne. Okay, she went straight into Miss Ann and yielding Miss Ann power. Now, if you don't know what we're talking about, about Miss Ann, that's gonna uh, that that's where you uh, assess your level of uh, competence. If you don't know what we're talking about, Miss Ann, but but Miss Ann rose up. We'll talk about that when we uh, come back from break. We'll be back in a moment. Hi, I'm Eric Hanberg, host of the Channel 253 podcast, We Art Tacoma. And I've been a member of TAPCO Credit Union since I was a kid, really. My parents set up a savings account for me, and I've had that account with them ever since. In fact, my first credit card wasn't from a big bank, it was from TAPCO, and I still have that too. What I appreciate about TAPCO is they are intensely local. Just like Channel 253, TAPCO keeps its focus on Tacoma and Pierce County. They have easy-to-reach branches and ATMs in the Tacoma area, and when I don't want to drive, I just use their online or mobile banking. To this day, TAPCO helps parents teach kids good savings habits. The Moolah Kids Club teaches kids about savings, not only through interest on their money, but with special prizes and discounts at local attractions. So if you want to help your kids start a savings account the same way my parents did, Check out our local credit union at tapcocu.org. My thanks to Tapco for their support of this podcast and Channel 253. 
Welcome back, listeners. Uh, Audrey and I are seriously being, we are totally unapologetically Black today in this episode. And so we continue to put our disclaimer up front. If you are having any kind of anxiety about hearing what Black people think about what's going on in this uh, time of Black men being murdered with a knee on the neck on, you know, on television and, and not expect us to say anything. I have something to say. Uh, change the channel. Okay. Go sit down. Go sit down. We want to talk to the community and you, you, we want you to hear how we feel and we want to know how you feel. Cause we, we got to talk to each other. White people. Well, you know what, Mel, let me say this. Say it. Um, Anybody who has watched that, and what I mean by that is anyone who has seen George Floyd get murdered by this police officer, get murdered, yeah, Yeah. by this police officer, as he calls out for his mother, he calls out for, he's saying he can't breathe as he, as he, um, is there are people around other people around screaming to let him go clearly there is no and for the person who said indicate nobody say he was struggling he, he the man was handcuffed on his stomach i mean all of that so anybody who can watch that and still have a but or a uh or a th- you know yeah, what you're not human argument. you're not human Mm-mm. You're not human. You are not human. I don't care what color you are. Mm-mm. You're just not human. Mm-hmm. So you, you, I invite you, if that is you, to take your inhumane uh, uh, third uh, uh, in the sky, go up to another planet, take your ass there, because there's no time for you. Uh-uh. And 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 that's what that's what this is really all about. It's about humanity. It all, racism is about humanity too. But let uh-huh. you know what we ain't gonna be able to change all that in a day. Uh-huh. Well, hell, we ain't been able to change it ever. I don't that's know. why we need a new system. We need <clears throat> forget this mess. Trying to fix this system, just create a new one. The revolution will be televised. Is that what gives? Yes. <laughs> yes. And you, you know, know what? Come it's on, the, people. It's, it's the human revolution. This is what we this is the kind yes. of revolution we need to have. It's all about love. That's Period. what it is. Period. And if, and if you're not about it, Period. then there I believe that there are more of us yes. humans. More loving humans out more there. More loving humans out there than not. Yes. Okay. And so if you want to be racist. Honey, be racist, but you're uh-huh. not going to do that in front of us. Uh-huh, because we're going to call not you anymore. out about it. You know, it's the same as like when you, uh, back in the day when they had the campaign about don't be a litter bug. Yes. You know how people used to throw stuff on the ground and then they got in there in our consciousness and our minds and hearts. And then we, if you throw some trash on the ground now, people be looking at you like, pick that up. Yep. Pick it up right now. Okay, that is the consciousness movement that we need to make just like don't throw trash people that think like that we will not tolerate trashy thinking don't be trash don't Mm-mm. be trash Thanks, Get out of, uh-uh. racist trash 
We will not. Okay, we're going to start just the hashtag racist trash movement. You got to go. Throw it out. And when I'm saying toss it out, the only thing, the only way, the only control that you have over tossing out racist trash is for yourself. Yep. It's, it's, it's you. You got to determine what you got inside of you. That means you got to put in the work. And some of y'all, what did you say again? I had to go back to that. That's the actors. Actors? You listening to the uh, podcast going, yeah, that's right. And then you're going to go back and do the uh, same thing. We you, don't sitting down, you sitting down at the table, at the at the Thanksgiving table with Aunt Millie, and she says nigger, and you just don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. Your stomach is twisted up inside, and you know it's not right, and you just going to sit there and let her do it. This is also something that I read. Because racism is a learned behavior, it can be unlearned, right? Yeah. And so the old people don't get a pass. Yeah. Just because you you old Uh -uh. and oh, you grew up, oh, she grew up in a different time. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care if she's 90. Check Check her. 100. Check her. You could say, Granny, we don't say nigger anymore. Granny, that's not a good word anymore. Granny, no. That's offensive. That's offensive. That's mean. I'll that's, let me That's not yeah. it. I will give an example. Um in our extended family, one time we were visiting and uh you know there we have some people in our family who are gay. Yes. And one of our uh, elderly family members used an offensive word against one of our other members who's gay. And I was like, like, time out. Time out. Time out. (laughs) We don't, nope, that's not, no, we don't use that word. And I had to spend some time coaching my elder Yes. And and finally, they got it. Yes. They got it. Well, I don't mean anything, but it doesn't, no, let me, it, I don't care what you mean. I'm telling you what it means. Yes. And it's not nice. It's not positive. It is offensive. It is it's derogatory. Loving. It is not loving. It is just like somebody calling you or I a nigger. Yep. Same thing, different word. Mm-hmm. And so they finally got it. And so you have, we all have to do that. We have to. And at the same time, we're saying that to our elders, wisdom means give it to your children Oh. and your grandchildren. Be asking, what are you doing with your kids right now in this particular season? How are you explaining to them what's going on? What intentional dialogue? And if your mind and your head is twisted about it, Lord have mercy, Jesus, what are you passing on? Well, that's how, that's how this uh, systemic racism has been able to survive. Generation- okay, but the National, <clears throat> National Security Advisor said we don't have systemic racism. Why are you talking about that? <laughs> because, <laughs> listen, because I'm unapologetically Black and I ain't got okay. to listen to Massa. That's why, dumbass. <laughs> anyway, you did that. You being messy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why 
That's why racism still persists because it's passed on, right? Yes, it so is. It is. You can't tell me. I, I mean, it, 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 the, the proof is in the numbers. The proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the survival, right? Yes. If people were doing the right things and, and really rejecting uh, and, and expecting a new day and wanting yes. a new day and not yeah. I don't see color. Really? Yeah. Well, honey, you oh. see something. Yeah, girl. Y'all still in it. Y'all still in it. Look, let me tell you, the reason I've been so freaking depressed is I am traumatized. This knee on the neck thing has brought up memories in the workplace that I um thought that I had buried in my spirit. Like when I worked for state government, girl, you remember that when I was running the warehouse and distribution center? Yep. And they all the white people rose up against me. Yep. I, I was first black, first new manager in 25 years, and first black and a woman. Girl, that's a that was they a lost knee. their they lost that their was, minds. That was a knee in the neck moment. And I just wonder how, you know, giving a shout out to the black people in the on your jobs and in these corporations that this is that's what that knee on the neck. And then we were talking with Doug, the knee on the neck and Kaepernick. Okay, you're going to be, yes. you're going to be all right. You're going to be all mad when Kaepernick puts his knee down for the very thing in protest of the very thing that we are going through now. But you going to try to justify, oh, come on, somebody. I know. Justify watching this man with a knee on the neck of the black man and that image that image is so contradictory that is truth america that is truth that is truth america that is truth tacoma that is truth 253 and we cannot deny what we have seen the question is what now you what, know what? What now? Let me tell you something. Let me let me let me put one more thing out there, and that is for those of you out there again who have seen this and this murder, and you say nothing. That's even worse. Oh, You're not human. I'm calling you out. You're oh, not human. Silence if you. If you are worse than the non-human who tries to put the butt in the spin and 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 say you didn't see what you saw, you worse than them if you yeah. don't say anything. That's if you're good. not talking about it, you don't have no feelings about it. You don't you have if you got kids, you haven't talked to them about it. Mm-mm. If you at work and you haven't talked about it, Mm. You just silent going on about your everyday, getting your little Starbucks. You're not human either. And yep. yes, I said that. And yep. I mean it. And boom, I mean it. Because let me I tell did. you something. I don't, it, it doesn't matter if he was green. I don't give a frick. That's a human being getting murdered, right? right? Green people. Just so say. don't, this is not, this ain't all of, this is about, we saw a human being get murdered. Lose his life. Take his last breath. And Call you it don't... his mama. Where and is you... your heart? 
Where is your freaking heart, people? Well, and this is why I brought that up, Mel, because those people who we have invited just not to listen, the ones that want yeah, you know, to put, put, put a spin on it. And so if there are some actors still in the midst that are listening to this, even allies. Yeah, step it well, up. I'm, I'm saying that to you because we watched um, a, a human being get murdered and please don't try, it ain't, you know, yes, Black Lives Matter, all of that, hell, we tired of saying that mess anyway. Ain't nobody listening to it. But I want, I don't want anybody to be able to try to make this about um, politics or or uh, some kind of movement or whatever. Well, you know, you black, you know, black people always, they can't, they can't ever see when uh, they're always going to defend the actions uh of other black people even if they were in the wrong he was trying to write a check and all this mess shut up let's go yeah. back let's go to humanity yeah we saw a man get murdered rise up took his last breath and if you're not saying anything and you're not feeling anything and you're not outraged about it you are not human mm-hmm. and, and, and then, go somewhere else and and then let me ask you this is a fundamental question right here peace queen is asking mm-hmm. uh, what is american Mm. Is this what we do? Is this what we do in America? Yes, is this, it is. Is this us being great, America? Come on now. Is it's this not- what we're doing? What is American? What is it to be American? America, America, America. Is this what we're doing? We put we put our knees and we and we kill non-white people. In real time, like for everybody to see what you you threatening? What is this what we do? Is this American? Because I'm only thinking about, and you know, I travel to Africa a lot. My friends are worried about me. And they're worried about us. They're like, what is what's going on over there? Just like we look on TV and we see war in other countries and we get CNN, because you know, CNN over there and they report what's relevant, da da da, and then it comes back. So when you watching the when they watching the news over here, they <clears throat> they thinking the country is something happening. Cause they seeing they seeing us kill people uh with the knee on the neck. They seeing that too. And so this is okay, y'all, it, it just among yourself, take this as a lesson, a question that I want you to discuss here. Uh what say you is giving you some homework. What is American? And where do you fit? Because is this what we're doing? Uh-uh, I think we confused. We back to human. I know that that's where it starts. Well, let me say this. <clears throat> what is America? This is America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. What it you is saw, what it, is. it is America. And you wonder why black and brown people or people non-white people, you wonder why non-white people have a problem. Okay? Because Clearly, you wonder why Black Lives Matter, why we have to specifically say Black Lives Matter. You wonder why? And here's what, here's what else I thought about, Mel. When you look back on the totality, this, isn't ju- this yeah. is just one moment, right? This is one moment, one life, one man, and God knows it's tragic. And then you look at how long 
this has been going on. You look, remember when we saw Rodney King get beat Girl. down? We, we saw, we it, saw it, that it with our own eyes. Yes. Rodney oh my God, that was traumatizing to see those police officers just stomping on him and beating that man, literally beating him senseless, right? And then what happens? We just go on about our business. Yep, it fades from memory. Kind of. You want to try to, you traumatize. Yeah. Remember the, the, the images of Emmett Till. Oh God. Daddy is 81 years old and still traumatized by that. Yep. Still traumatized by that. Yeah. And, and and I had to tell Jaylene that Jaylene didn't know who Emmett Till was. Oh God. But well, I I, you better believe I you I I lesson. I gave her the lesson because I think it's important for people to really recognize it's not just it's not just George. It's not just a month. We in February. We saw, well, we just didn't, we didn't get, it happened in February. We didn't get to see it till May. Oh, Ahmed. Why? Ahmad. Ahmad. Yeah, Ahmad. Ahmad Arbery. Jogging, oh. jogging while black. Jogging while black, girl. But it was, oh, but this one was classic, honey. Ooh. This one was classic. Because these men ch- chased that man down mm-hmm. to murder him. Yeah, they okay. They chased him down to murder him. Okay, yeah, and they called 911. And and then, but this was classic because then the backstory of blaming the victim for the murder. Oh, yeah, always. He was in the, he was in that, um, that property across the street. And we thought he was, what? Anyway. Racism 101. That's racism racism 101. 101. And then. Here's 25. Here's a girl. Look, but here's the most classic part of it. The the white man that filmed it all, uh-huh. that was behind them filming it all. Yeah. Girl, they had done an interview with him and his wife. Okay. And they was all, and we've gotten so many death threats and my life is, our lives have changed. And really the only reason I, I, I just wanted everybody to be safe. That's the only reason I taped it. That's uh, the only uh, reason I put it out there. Really? Really? Okay, so what I could tell you, you know, I live on mm-hmm. a busy street. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I sit out on my front porch, which I love, and just watch people walk or mm-hmm. watch the traffic yep. go by and all yep. of that. Yeah. What I can tell you, and I, in the 18 years that I've lived over here, I done seen some mess. Okay. Uh-huh. I have uh-huh. seen some very interesting things passing by me. Uh-huh. And all I've done is call 911 or depends on what it was. I w- I've only had to call 911 like twice. Uh, but I have called the police non-emergency line. But what I've never done ever is jumped in my car or jumped off my porch and inserted myself in the drama. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I just needed to throw that out there. So he's been he's been arrested and charged. Okay, well, girl, speaking of that, I want to get back to uh, what we were teasing the audience. This might be an extended episode, you all. I mean, just a little bit, if you don't mind, because it's so much on our heart right now. 
But let's talk about evidence, all right? You know, um, uh, being in my PhD program, I can see how my mind is thinking. It's like, how do you evidence what you're saying? Now, what about this myth that we have carried all along that we know the white women be making up stuff on oh. the purpose and um, getting it? Because, girl, we seen that in school when we was at WSU. Yes. We saw all of that going down, how they would accuse the football players yep. of doing stuff that they didn't do. Mm-hmm. You know, white girl stuff. That, that's what we call Miss Anne. Miss Ann from the plantation, you know, she tipping yep. out to the back, getting a little something, something. But if she get caught, then she going. He uh, raped her. He raped her. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what. just been going just, on hundreds of years. Oh, my God. And that's that's uh, the Emmett Till story. That's the Emmett Till Emmett story. Emmett Till. OK, dead. And if you don't know about Emmett Till, y'all Google it. OK, go. If we teaching you a little something, something, then go learn about your history right now. But and it, it, and the and the biggest thing about the Emmett Till story, it was a tragedy when it happened. It's a tragedy, tragedy, tragedy. And and the Miss Anne, the real Miss Anne that started it all and got him killed mm-hmm. before she died. She told the truth. She told the truth. Yeah, she couldn't take it that. It is documented. Truth. She couldn't take that with her. She couldn't. She couldn't. Mm-hmm. She can't take that, uh-uh, because she knew she was going to hell for that. Straight to hell. She was straight going to straight hell. to hell. I hope she went okay. to hell anyway, but anyway. All right, now let's talk about uh, Amy Cooper. That's oh. her sister girl, uh, no, white girl in Ooh. Central Park uh, in New York, and she had her dog out on, uh, in the park, and <clears throat> the park clearly said you're supposed to have your dog on a leash. Yeah, in that and specific area of the park. Area, and her dog was running rampant. And Brother Man was there, bird watching and stuff. And he was like, hey, can you put your, your um, dog on, on the leash, please? That's what this area is about. He just asking her to follow the damn rules. And then, girl, you tell it from here. What happened? Girl, look, now, uh, this one right here, it, it was... Uh, I I had to get up and stand in the middle of my floor and I was like literally right in front of the television because I'm like, are you kidding me? But yeah, so he's just asking her and this area is specifically for the reason they want dogs on leashes because this is an area that's very popular with the bird watchers and Mm -hmm. and, uh, the the young man was a bird watcher. And yeah, so then she was like, no, basically, you know, nigga, you ain't gonna tell me what to do. She didn't say those words. But that was the attitude. Posture. All, all of that. So then um, she goes, well, fine. I'm going to call the, I'm going to call um, 911. And he goes, great, call 911. And he's very calm, just chilling. So she calls 911. Mm. I'm going to mm. call. And she tells him before she does this, specifically. She As said, he's filming, though, he's filming. She said, I'm going to call 911 and tell them that there is an African-American man that is uh, harassing me and he goes that's fine and he's still filming so she does and she's and she and then she's dramatic yes oh she's an african-american man remember when we did the episode before uh living while black yes and that sounds like some prophecy we were oh, being a black man, you know. We were being sarcastic. we were exaggerating and being sarcastic, and that is exactly what, what happened. That's exactly what she did, 
exactly what she did. And then, yes, after the whole situation, and you know, honey, Twitter, I'm not on Twitter, but social media just blew it all up because the the young man's sister was there as well. So she posted the video on her social media and it went viral. And then of course they found out who the, who uh, Miss Ann really was, her identity. Miss Amy now. Miss Amy, where she lived, where she worked, girl. She done lost a damn job, lost a damn dog. Cause she was choking the damn, hanging the damn dog. as she was talking on, the, you know, talking on to 911 with all that fake no, acting. Girl, people was more concerned about the dog than the black the potential um, threat to this black man's life. This intentional threat to his life. They mad about the dog. The dog. Okay, well, come on, people. Well, they saw that too. So the dog gone, job gone. <laughs> oh uh, God! And then, and then here comes the apology. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> realized that that isn't the best way and I, I didn't really understand the possible impact but oh, now yes, I know you did you didn't understand oh. the possible impact but you said I'm gonna African. call 911 and tell them an African American man is threatening girl. me? Did she say she said threatening? Yes, girl. Threatening. She was issuing a death sentence. She was, she was calling out her. in. She was calling it because she knew that the white people would come. She yes. knew because that's how and she the expected system, the black man to be afraid. Yes, which is oh, just stupid. That's what blew her away. That blew her away. Okay, and so first of all, you got a black man out watching some damn birds. Get a clue. <laughs> Get a clue. Go on, Christian Cooper. You understand? You know, wait a Christian is out watching birds. African-American watching birds. I'm not trying, you know, I'm not, I'm just saying. Girl, we cut, we do everything. And he that's ain't gonna they, they want to keep us, they want to keep us in a box. You in a box. Recognize, you, you think you recognize. know, we not all the same. We're not all the no. same. Come on now. That girl, please, dumbass. And okay, I'm sorry. Listen, but as this revolution goes, and we're training our kids not to be the same. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Come on now. This racist system has got to go. Stop trying to fit in it. Let's build a new system. Let's be a part of that movement. Girl, what about the brother that was a delivery driver? Oh. He was trying to deliver his packages uh, in a gated community that he was trying to exit he had already delivered yeah, that's right. exit he had already delivered yeah and the two white men well first the one white man came up and and detained blocked him in wouldn't let him out literally literally now okay this is what this let's let's break this one down imprisonment first of all the guy that the black man was leaving in this yeah. big old truck, leaving, which yeah. meant, and this is a gated community, which meant he had to get in, right? You got to yeah. have a code to get in. Yeah. So he's leaving. But this white man was so, he, girl, he was suffocating in his privilege. Oh, <laughs> I mean, girl, I mean, it's like he was suffocating. I need to know, black boy. 
even though you driving this big old truck and clearly you were grown black boy how did you get in how did to you? my community because honey i'm I moved here to get away from your black ass. That's right. And you got in, you infiltrated. So I need to know, there, you will go nowhere until I know who you are. Yes. And how you got here. Now, uh-huh. I do not carry a badge. I don't do nothing. I'm Billy Bob, live on down the cul-de-sac. Yeah. But black boy, you're not getting out of here uh-uh. until you go- tell me. Go get a friend. But you know what? I want to give the young man. I wish I had his name. I'm oh, sorry. he broke my um, heart. He was so good. He was like, I, I don't have to tell you anything. You know, I once again, a black man that was not afraid. Okay, that's the thing. We are not afraid of you. Girl, and Billy Bob was appalled. Oh, I mean, he was, <laughs> oh, I was cracking up. Billy Bob could not wrap his brain around because he's suffocating in the privilege. Right, right. I asked you, boy. Now, he didn't use those words, but that's Master, what it is. Master, see me? I, how dare you told me not answer me, boy? Now, he would have gone and got the uh, the lynching thing back yeah. in the day. Let me be clear, white people. White people, come on now. We're just talking from our experience unapologetically, but this conversation, in case somebody got their panties in the bunch because we talking straight, real talk, um, this is the human, that we've elevated this to the humanity level, okay? Because we love you. We love you. We love humans. We love our world we love our community you are a part of it but that part of your family that is uh running rampant out there you gotta get your people get in, them in check. check you gotta get your people in check it is an all out and that means you gotta get yourself educated and unlearned about the stuff that you didn't learn coming up and try to consciously move yourself from one phase to another well and when you say get yourself educated i wonder how many white people even knew about that story With and that. i don't even go out looking for stories like that it's not like i every day i sit up and google black people right being held down you know brown people whatever if you are in the if you are aware of what's happening in your world if you even halfway connected you would know that that happened and i wonder if you if you even, some people may even say, well, Godzilla, all he had to do was, I mean, because this standoff was uh, over an hour. You understand? Yeah, but he ain't question. Billy Bob could not wrap his brain around it. And then Billy Bob went and got Johnny Buck. And got the neighbor. Johnny Buck came out. And now there's two of them out there. And uh, then they don't call the police. And, um, and then, oh, oh, this is what I thought was just brilliant. When Billy Bob and Johnny Buck called the police, mm-hmm. and then the black man called the police. Okay. Oh, yeah. Remember, he yes. called the police and said, "Hey, I'm being in prison. I'm being, I'm being held, and um, just want you to know what's really going on. This person, ju- I'm at this address. This person just called nine one one. So I don't know if you're sending anybody out here." But I need to let you know that I, I'm being, they are stopping me from leaving. So 
So I need your police, if they're coming out here, to know that part of the story. Mm-hmm. What's really going on. I thought that was brilliant. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. But at the end that, of the that day. Probably well, saved his life. And he probably saved his life. I saw a video where he was trembling and crying. You know, he oh, was he, sad. He was fear. Because his and life. his backstory his backstory, this is what broke my heart, was that he had had death in his life recently because of the coronavirus and he couldn't even go to the funeral. Mm, mm. So he was already trying to hold himself together mentally just to be able to go to work. And then you got to deal with this bullshit? Yeah. uh -uh. Really? Yeah, really. Girl, I found something, uh, you know, just to just to uh, amplify that for black people in America, black people in Pierce County, black people in Tacoma, the struggle is real. Here, check this out. I found this on uh, somebody, one of my friends posts, you know, I've been all in it. It says, I have privilege as a white person because I can do all of these things without thinking twice about it. I can go jogging. Hashtag Ahmed Arbery. I can relax in the comfort of my own home. Both mm. Sean and uh, Tatiana Jefferson killed. I can ask for help after being in a car crash. Jonathan Farrell and Renisha McBride. I can have a cell phone. Stefan Clark, you remember mm, him? I remember him. I can leave a party to get to safety. Jordan Edwards. Some of us have never even heard of these. I can play loud music. Jordan Davis. I have white privilege because I can sell CDs. Alton Sterling. Yeah. I can sleep. Ayana Jones. I can walk from the corner store. Mike Brown. Mm-hmm. I can play cops and robbers. Tamir, Tamir Rice. Rice. I can go to church. Charleston Nine. I can walk home with Skittles, Trayvon Martin. I can hold a hairbrush while leaving my own bachelor party, Sean Bell. I can party on New Year's Eve, Oscar Grant. I can get a normal traffic ticket, Sandra Bland. Mm. I can lawfully carry a weapon, Philandro Castillo. I have white privilege because, come on people. How much more do we need to know before we say we reject this system totally with everything in our heart, minds, and souls, period, and work on being a part of the solution? We need a new movement. I am calling for it. The Peace Queen is calling for it. And I just need people to get it in their heart and let me say this, and it doesn't help that our the person that is uh, holding the highest office in the land has mm. spitted out mm. the images about the dogs, you know, taking us back visually. And shooting. And shooting and mm-hmm. taking us visually. When the looting back. starts, the shooting starts. The looting and shooting. So let me say what Dr. Martin Luther King was saying back in those times, because I saw also on my Facebook page, somebody said, they saw on Twitter that white folks was quoting Martin Luther King and uh, 
and saying, what would he do in these times? And she was like, hell, we don't know. Y'all killed him too. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, y'all killed him too. Okay, word on that. I but mean, this is, word. This is, what, this is what Dr. King was saying about mm. the, to the white people, about the white people, the moderate white people. I'm going to say the, uh, what do you say, the uh, actors, um, Actors, allies, and accomplices. The, the actors and the allies, y'all up there perpetrating this stuff. He said that um, uh, your silence, you know, at some point, silence is betrayal. It, oof. And when we, oof. being on this show, un unapologetically Black, we sister, are we not drawing the land in the sand and saying, oh. right, folks, you are betraying us with your silence. silence. And then secondly, Dr. King, in these same times, um, said that protests and riots are the language of the unheard. Mm -hmm. You know, so in the words of uh, what's his name, MC Hammer, can you hear me now? Okay, yep. can, you, can you hear us now? And uh, that's why I said earlier that I am changed because I've I've seen um, I've seen on social media where people have this perspective about the rioting. Also on the television, you know, they're doing all that. Whatever. I'm forever changed because my perspective is people do what they do because they need some place to put it, right? Now, I don't, I saw some people running out of the, uh, <laughs> girl, they was running out of, ah, wait a minute. They was running out of AT&T store <laughs> with the cell phones. I said, well, hell, they need to be able to call 911 too. Well, let, yeah, sister, see, look, we have talked so much today. And when we started off, I certainly didn't have this level of energy at the beginning because there's so many just so many emotions about this time that I, it, it's just hard to put it someplace. So I just want to say I'm glad that we were able to talk about George Floyd's murder. I'm glad that we were able to talk about uh, police, systemic racism, uh, white people privilege, who this podcast is for and who it isn't. We are unapolog unapologetically uh, black, white people, we not scared of you. I mean, I'm glad, I was just, I'm glad to have an avenue to get it out and especially with you. What do mm -hmm. you think? I love you. What say you? Yeah, I love you. I and love you too. I feel... Uh, empowered, you know, I've been depressed all week. I, I couldn't get myself up off the couch. Mm -hmm. I even wanted to go to the marches that was yesterday and, you know, to the community. If you were expecting to see the Peace Queen there, I was there in spirit. I couldn't get up. Mm -hmm. I just could not get up. That required effort. I, that required me to take a bath and stuff and get it together. Get and it I together, yep. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. 
Well, sometimes so, you can't put a face on. Sometimes yeah. there. That's the way I. That's the way I was feeling yeah. this week as well. Just like you know what? Yeah. I don't yeah. have nothing for nobody. I'm just trying to make it through. Just trying to make it through. So I am grateful to Channel Two Five Three for this uh, platform because yes. I'm up for this, right? And I can talk about it and and help to guide people through uh, to new levels of understanding or forward from their current level of awareness. And this is our ministry. You know, I, I look at it that way. This is this is the ministry that I have to contribute. Yes. So um, this is not going to be the last conversation, listeners. But thank you for letting us, uh, not letting us, because we don't care if you change the channel and don't get to the end, whatever. You know, so if you stay to the end, we glad you stay to Ooh. the end. If and, you stay to the end, you are at least the ally. Yeah. Or, okay. or trying to move forward to somewhere, honey, because if you stay through the end of all of that, oh, wait, God bless you. God Amen. bless you. So with that, honey, let's say the struggle is real. All right. The struggle is real. And we're going to drop the mic and be back at it later. OK, because we got a lot to talk about. But right now, drop the mic. Peace. Thank you for listening to What Say You? If you have conversation ideas or want to follow up on what you heard, please contact Melanie by email at melanie at missmelanie.com. M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E at M-I-S-S-M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E dot com. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. The What Say You podcast is part of the Channel 253 network. Check out our other shows, Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Citizen Tacoma, Crossing Division, Flounder's B-Team, and We Art Tacoma. This is Channel 253.